The Emotionally Uncomfortable Podcast is going live. Yes, you heard that correct. You can come ask your questions and get free live coaching. I'm going to be talking about all things attracting profit and parenting, which if you've been around for a while, profit equals time flexibility, emotional freedom, and all things money and wealth building. And of course, parenting. Come ask about why your kids do what they do, how to motivate your teens, and how you can become the adults they need. And the cool side effect is you can apply these principles to other relationships in your life, like your marriage, team building, and even your own parents. Head on over to heatherchauvin.com forward slash live to check out the next live podcast recording dates and topics. That's heatherchauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N.com forward slash live, L-I-V-E. See you there. Is it your hormones? Is it your emotions? Is it your food, your lack of movement, or your never-ending to-do list? Or maybe it's the stress of your children's behavior that keeps you up at night. Or maybe your marriage is falling apart. Maybe you actually don't know what is sucking the life out of you. And maybe that's why you need to join our ETM Habit Challenge, Energetic time management habit challenge. This is all about reverse engineering how you want to feel. I'm going to show you how to manage your energy, not time. And I'm going to give you step-by-step guidance on how to do this and break it out into 10-minute habits so you can become proud of the mother, woman, and partner that you've wanted to become. Sometimes we don't actually know where to start, but I am all about how do you want to feel and then reverse engineering your life around that and everything that is not in alignment will literally fall to the wayside. And we're also going to have live calls where I'm going to be talking to my actual clients and people who have utilized this process and transformed their life. But I'm going to be talking about things like finding a sense of purpose and living on purpose, how to implement healthy boundaries without all of the guilt. And this is not just in our personal lives. This is in our professional lives as well. And I'm going to be talking about managing our emotions and all the things. So you're going to want to be on the inside. So head on over to Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N.com forward slash E. T-M. We'll see you there. I don't ever want them to feel this way. This won't happen again. I won't let my son, but especially my daughter, ever feel like she isn't good enough. She is the beginning of something new, a change that starts with me, and my message that one day she will share. Outsourcing my worth, always wishing to change what I saw on the exterior and hiding when I thought I would be judged, focusing so much time and energy on embodying someone other than me. Sometimes I think what hurts me most is wishing I could go back to tell my younger self what I know now. 
just be you. Being you starts on the inside and works its way out. You have no reason to hide any part of you. And if you would just look into the mirror, past everything you don't want to see, you would see me, your higher self, cheering for you and letting you know that I am here inside of you, waiting for you to come inwards, to hear me, to heal what you need to, and to focus on creating what is meant for you and only you. Creating the life you've always wanted is possible, but it starts somewhere different than what you have been repeatedly trying. It starts from the inside out. So heal your hurt, heal your heart, and the rest will fall into place one day at a time. I love it. Thank you. Um, I wrote down, and I don't know if it was your exact words, I don't ever want them to feel this way. Is that what you said at the beginning? Yeah. Yeah. For my son, but especially for my daughter. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I had a very similar reaction where I was like, I never want my child to feel the way that I felt. Why do you feel some people have that like inner primal, like I got to change this versus some people who are like, I'm just going to stick my head in the ground and avoid and look and not look at it. Honestly, I think it's because, you know, when you actually face what I would call a breakdown um, and you're in that place of feeling like you don't know what to do, you don't even feel like you know who you are anymore. And you start to recognize that for a long time in your life, you were just never being your truth self or your authentic self. And then trying to find your way back. I mean, it has been, it's definitely been a challenge. And I just feel like if for them, I can model the importance of just being who they are, they will never have to go through some of those challenges like I did. That's not to say that their lives won't have any, but I just want to show up as a leader for them and show them that it's okay to just, just be you. I love it. So what, let's talk about you pre-children versus post children if pre children you were yeah like do you know what it means to like not be you right like we have those dark moments but like did you know you weren't being yourself pre children yeah so actually when i started writing those words that i just read um it brought up like a lot of emotions um but I like I see that differently now, right? Like I'm obviously um, I'm more in tune, I would say now with my emotions where I never was before. I would just avoid and I would numb. And I had done that, like repeated that same cycle for so many years. And that was mainly the reason that I completely lost who I was. So basically I would just, um, I would just try to do or say or be the person that I thought people wanted me to be. And that was just a pressure that I was putting on myself. It's not like anybody ever told me they needed me to be a certain way, but I feel like I was literally just trying to squeeze myself into this identity that wasn't mine. Mm -hmm. And because that made me almost feel like I was suffocating. I would just numb myself in the process. And this was like later in my life, but I did, I chose 
toxic patterns, drugs, alcohol, relationships, shopping, food, you name it, the list goes on and on, right? But I just, I was never actually listening to that voice inside of me that was like, hey, like, can we try something different? Or maybe this, like, this doesn't fit you. This isn't who you're supposed to be or who you're meant to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just trying to people please. That was, that's who I was. That's who I thought I was. Yeah. It's fascinating. The more and more I talk to people and of course, within myself as well, um, it, it, I was having a conversation with somebody earlier today and we were talking about purpose and she's like, just, you know, you got to figure out who you are. I'm like, but that's not what society tells us about finding our purpose. They're like, monetize your purpose. What are you good at? Okay, monetize it. It's like, no, like your purpose is like, you can't not live your purpose. Like you are always there. There's breadcrumbs when you're little indicative of like who you're going to be and the things that bring you joy. And then eventually we just start like, cutting off those parts of ourselves to please other people or our parents want us to be a certain way or they want us to go in a certain career. Um, but let's pretend, you know, if we're going to go on the other side, cause I, I don't care who my children become. I just truly want them to feel content, um, and find themselves. And I see how intimidating that is. What feels good to you? Who do you want to be? And the battle of like, well, this is who my friends are going to be, or this is like, it's not just our parents who fuck us up. Like it's society at large. So when it comes to role modeling and just be you, like just be you can feel incredibly intimidating to someone who's like, I'm lost. I'm terrified. I don't know where to start. So what did that look like for you specifically when you were like, like, where did you start the tangible? Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. So, um, basically exactly what you said is what happened to me. And because it was so intimidating and I didn't feel like I knew where to start because truthfully, I felt like if all of a sudden I was going to start being somebody else, I was going to be rejected by the people who knew me a certain way. You know what I mean? You start to change parts of yourself and then all of a sudden people are, I mean, just even for example, I did decide to no longer drink alcohol. And the minute I made that decision, I had a lot of people question me about it, which I just, I thought was funny. If I'm actually admitting that it is something in my life that is not serving me and it is not making me feel good. It is not bringing me the feelings that I want to feel like it's just, it's not something that is necessary for me to live my life fully. It's just funny to see how so many people questioned it, right? Like they couldn't understand why I would not want to drink alcohol with them anymore. Mm -hmm. But again, then I felt like I was going to lose a lot of people if I, if I chose to stop. And maybe I have, I'm not really sure. I mean, I have my children now too. So I feel like motherhood in itself just kind of, you know, create some distance and some space between people. But yeah, it was, everything started for me when I became a mom. Mm -hmm. So that was like the point where I feel like the universe was just like, okay, if you're not going to do this for yourself, then I'm just going to, and I call it a breakdown, but maybe it was more like an awakening. It was like, here, I'm going to, you know, you're going to become a mom and you're going to finally open your eyes to the fact that this is not the way that you are meant to live. 
But also that was an identity shift that got thrown in there. So then I was trying to find myself, but also trying to figure out how to be a mom. And when I got pregnant with my son, it was um, in the year 2020. So through the global pandemic. So I feel like it was identity shift into becoming a mother, not ever really knowing who I was. So I didn't know how to do that. And then also put a pandemic on top of it. So yeah, it was a challenging time. And I honestly don't think I really... Um, anticipated how hard it was going to be for me to be able to navigate all of that. Um, because I couldn't see, like, when you don't know, you just don't know, right? Mm-hmm. And I wasn't the type of person that was going to reach out and ask for support because I thought I could just push through and do everything myself because I have, you know, perfection is rooted in me. So, I just wanted to show up now and be the best mom that I could. And I felt like my whole life just revolved around taking care of him and being the best person I could be for him. But I also never, I neglected to go back and really focus on the things that needed to heal before I could really truly embody who he needed me to be. I so feel that every time I had a child, I was like, you are here to teach me something else. Like the first one taught me how to live. The second one taught me how to laugh. And the third one taught me how to deeply trust myself. And did you feel the difference between your daughter versus your son? Yeah. So, so with my son, that was just kind of the beginning. So I got, like I said, I got that nudge finally to just start creating change. I knew that something needed to change. I knew it needed to be me. I knew nobody else was going to be able to do the work for me. But when I talk in the beginning, right, your son's your first. Yeah. My son's two and a half and my daughter is nine months old. So with him, I started focusing on the external and actually looking back now, I'm starting to recognize a little bit more with those patterns. Basically, I swapped out my toxic patterns for new ones that were healthier, like working out and eating better and yeah, just focusing on my overall exterior health journey. And that just became something that I became like addicted to. So I was just focusing on that once again, to avoid all of the internal stuff that I still hadn't worked on. So six months into my pregnancy with my daughter, I finally had just a, yeah, a true breakdown where I ended up needing to take a mental stress leave from work. And that was like the second bigger nudge or kick in the butt to actually be like, hey, you need to actually focus on the things in your past that you're disappointed in yourself for doing, choosing uh, parts of yourself that you're ignoring. And that's when I started focusing on the internal work and healing. Quick word from today's sponsor, Athletic greens. So if you've been listening to me this year, I've been talking about doing less better and my health is the exact same. I've literally gone through all of, you know, my little habits and routines and I've decluttered what actually feels hard or difficult or things that I kind of just do like 10%, but I'm not all in with. And one of those was changing how I took my supplements. Um, I am going to be honest. I'm one of those people that resists supplements. So this is why I have committed to utilizing athletic greens on the daily. It's one of those nutritional supplements. It's a 
green powder. You put it in your water. I literally put it in my water every morning. It's made a huge impact. Um, my boys use it. My husband uses it. And we've been utilizing this long enough in our lives now, probably a year or two that when we don't use it, people start to notice a difference, especially Brian, my husband, he talks about, um, that he actively notices a difference and yeah, it's just one of those simple things you're drinking. You should be drinking water anyway. So I just put it in there and I travel with it all the time. What I love is they have amazing travel packs as well. So athletic green is going to gift you a year's supply of immune boosting vitamin D and free travel packs with your first purchase. So all you have to do is head on over to athleticgreens.com forward slash E U. Um, that's it. That's all you got to do. It's simple. It's easy. It's safe for the whole family. And I sneak it in my kids' smoothies all the time. I drink it myself. And then I move on with my day. No stress. Doing less, better. Yeah. And I always hear people talk about like, and I believe this too, we're all addicted to something. So choose your addictions. And I'd rather be addicted to, you know, in a a healthy addiction way to personal development than, you know, substances. And I think it's just the human condition to be addicted to something. I even tell people you're addicted to certain emotions, like you're addicted to stress, you're addicted to guilt, you're addicted to overwhelm. Um, I think we're all in recovery of something. I say I'm a recovering rescuer. We're all in recovery of something. Um, and then choosing every day to, to be that. What I find fascinating is, and what I'm kind of stepping into this year is the whole identity piece. Like I've been thinking about it for a while, but truly how, and you, you talked about this and I think culturally people do understand you stop drinking and the people that were attached to you from that aspect are like, what's going on? You're a different person now, rather than like, cool. Like I still see you as a person, you're just doing one thing different so we can still be in a relationship together or friends or hang out or do whatever. Um, I find it fascinating when you shift one degree. Well, I mean, it could be a big thing for people, but you just do something different. And they're like, what is wrong with you? Like, it's fascinating to me, the ecosystem, how when you do something tiny, it it can disrupt the whole thing. And that can be both negative and positive, meaning like, I'm curious for the people in your life when you started those healthy habits of the food and movement, the the positive ripple effect as well. So just curious your thoughts on that. Yeah, you know what I just came to mind too is just that I feel like in the last three years, I've actually been able to like notice all of my growth. And prior to that, just noticing how like stagnant I was and I don't really feel like there was much growth that was happening. So I feel like all of that was just like bottled up too, right? So it's not like I just shifted one thing at a time necessarily. Like I was taking like huge leaps. So for a lot of people, I feel like it was, it was, um, yeah, it was a lot all at once. Like people who haven't seen me in a few years and see me now, I know that they can see like a massive difference. Yeah. Yeah. I always like to, um, I, I like to challenge myself. So I always go back to like that version of who I was with those people. So when I see them again, and they're like, oh my gosh. I'm like, oh, okay. Like I've, I've really changed. Um, and I don't know how you feel about this, but you know me, I talk a lot about triggers that 
what we represent and their trigger, their reaction is actually a reflection of their own inner stuff and maybe the work that they're not willing to do. Yeah, I 100% agree with that because I feel like that's still something that happens to me, right? Mm -hmm. I still sometimes when I hear comments from other people, like it brings me right back to that place of, oh, like, am I doing the right thing? Like I might be losing people or they're judging me or they're this, that, like the people pleaser comes right back. It's not like it ever really goes away, but I'm in a place now where I'm actually able to recognize when those thoughts come up. Mm -hmm. And I'm able to have compassion with myself and just remind myself that one of my biggest fears is losing everything that I've accomplished these last three years. So I'm not going back there. So it's either everybody gets on board and just accepts me for who I am, or I'll just keep moving forward with what I've got going on. I love it. So I love that your fear is losing all the momentum that you have created in the last three years. We're we're always afraid of something, right? Losing the progress or losing people. And it's like, where are we focusing our energy and attention? Like you're either going to lean in and be emotionally uncomfortable pursuing the goals or the dreams or the life that you want to be living, or you're going to be in pain, sitting in your shit, living with regret, anger, resentment. So choose it. Like, do you want to be emotionally uncomfortable and move forward and pursue what you want or just sit in your shit and be like, are you going to be okay at the end of your life? Like that you did, you didn't take the risk. Okay. It's reminding me of when you talked about like our unlived life. So if we don't lean into the resistance and start to create change, then we'll never get to know, you know, what could have been on the other side of that. If we just stay stagnant to please. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so grateful I don't think I've ever had like a people pleaser bone in my body. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why. I feel like the rebel saved my life. Yeah, it feels, again, it's not something that's easy to break free from, but when you start to recognize it and you start to shift, because again, it's just, it's work. I have to keep working at it, right? But it already feels so much more, like I already feel so much more free. Mm-hmm. And so much happier. Yeah. So. I find as you keep going, people, uh, then they, they're like, oh, she's the type of person that she's like, she's not going back. Like there is a, there is a moment where people are like, okay, so much time has lapsed that they kind of, not that they forget the old version of you, but they're, they're on board. Like they've gained momentum and they're like, okay, that's who she is now. Yeah. yeah. And I keep reminding myself too, every day, just progress not perfection. And again, the growth and the journey and everything never ends. But when I look back at how much progress I have been able to make, just even in the last year from the birth of my daughter until now, mm-hmm. uh, some, some of the inner work that I've done to get me to where I am and to become the person that I am starting to become and embody the person that I want to be, yeah, change is possible. That's all I can say. You just have to, you do have to work at it and you have to do the work the uncomfortable work. I love Mm -hmm. it. Watching you from the outside in, you're going to be like, oh boy, naked and afraid. But what I like, everyone beats themselves up for being a perfectionist or an overachiever. Like there's also this converse, this like cultural conversation about how that's a bad thing because you burn out or like you're too masculine or too feminine or like everyone's just judging everyone's behavior all the time. But I'm like, there's, there's edges to both sides, right? 
there's people who are like, oh, I've, I've always been an, a perfectionist or an overachiever. Oh, that's a coping strategy. That's this. Yes. But when you shift that energy for good, you grow fast. And observing and watching you from the outside, Christy, you were like, I'm like, hey, try this. And you're like, okay, this scares the shit out of me, but I'll try it. And then you do and you lean in. That is the ambition part. That's the part. That's the pusher. That's the driver. Yes, everyone's always got to like walk the line of like not doing too much to burn out or whatever. But it that is the beautiful thing. Like we need to stop shaming ourselves that perfection is a bad thing or ambition is a bad thing as well. Because the opposite of that, when people are not perfectionists, and I know why we have perfection, but like when you're not a perfectionist, sometimes you just don't give a shit. Like you actually don't care. And, and I see that as demotivating and those people I'm like, come on, try, put, put your all into it. Like care just a little bit. You know what I mean? So how have you, what'd you say? I said, there's an aha moment for me that actually makes a lot of sense. That actually makes me feel like that part of me, again, the parts that we want to avoid or stay away from. You're right. Parts of my perfection probably did get me to where I am today. So. And it will make you successful and you get to you get to, to walk that line every single day. Like, I don't know about you, but something that really annoyed me in the personal development space was when everyone kept talking about like, do less, do less, do less, do less. And I said, if you tell somebody with a dream or a drive or ambition to do less, um, I'm going to lose it because it's not about doing less. It's just about being intentional, right? That's why this year I'm like, do less better, do the shit that matters and let go of the rest. I don't ever feel busy. And if I do, I know that that is like, like busy to the state of overwhelm. I'm like, okay, I'm pushing too hard back off, back off, but like get fucking shit done, sit in your emotional discomfort and then don't neglect the parts of you that are craving restoration and nutrients and nature and love and connection and all those things, but you can hands down do the quote unquote masculine things that people are avoiding. Yeah, I have, I have people reach out to me um, more so often now. And that's usually one of the questions or one of the comments that I receive is just like, I don't understand how you do it. Like you make it look easy and okay. You're seeing like snippets of my Instagram, like you're just seeing small pieces of my life. But I mean, although all days are not easy, obviously, uh, everything that I have taken on for myself, as long as I manage my time and the space and set my boundaries, so I'm able to do the things that I want to do, I'm still able to show up with my family. And I do, I have tons of energy. I'm just, I'm doing all the things. But like you said, I'm being intentional about it. And it is possible, like you can't hide behind your excuses. And I know not everybody's situation is exactly the same, but there's ways of making stuff happen if you're looking to create change. Yeah. And I think that's the key. Like I see you working out on social with your kids all over you. And I think most of the time people, why people don't do it is because of the story that they tell themselves because they can't sit 
in that moment, they're like, I have to be entertaining my child. I have to be with them a hundred percent of the time rather than like we can co-create together. But I think there's something that you just said that's really, really important. One, I think anytime someone has gone through, you know, a dark night of the soul or like this, not this moment. And they're like, I don't want to feel like shit. I don't want this life. Like when you are a hundred percent certain of that, when you start to gain momentum and like the light is coming and you're like feeling hopeful and people are like, how do you do it all? How do you do it all? You're like, I'm not, I'm feeding how I want to feel. And yes, sometimes I'm crying in fetal position, but oh, this is a whole hell of a lot better than when I was over there. Yeah. One day at a time and just doing my best. That's it. That's That's literally it. And once you start to do those, that like that one thing shifts into the next thing and then the next thing. And once you like, once you keep practicing and mastering one thing, you just keep, you want to keep adding more. The better you start to feel, the the more you want to keep moving forward. I love it. And you don't want to look back. What do you have, what would you say to your younger self today? Like that, that eight-year-old version of you. Probably some of the most important things would be to stop looking to other people for acceptance. Uh, You need to look within and just accept yourself. Uh, Because if you don't, you're robbing yourself and them of getting to know the actual real you. And also to forgive yourself for some of the positions that you put yourself in uh, back then. Because you wouldn't know it now, but a lot of those lessons will hold a lot of value and you will um, actually be able to share some of those lessons as your story uh, moving forward to help other people. Beautiful. And Christy, where can people find more of you? I know you, you got some magic brewing. I got some stuff going on. So I have a podcast now. It's newer, but if you want to check it out, it's Imperfect Creatrix on Spotify and on Anchor. And I am most active these days on Instagram. So my Instagram handle is at mama2h as in Hendrix and B as in Beatrix for my kids. So at mama2h and B. And I am starting some accountability coaching, um, looking for anybody who is in need of some support. If they're, you know, just kind of stuck and don't know where to start, I would love to start helping other women, you know, start to create change in their lives as well. I love that. And I'm assuming they can just send you a message on Instagram to find out more about that. Yeah, send me a message to my DMs, or I actually do have a link in my bio for the accountability coaching. So they could do that too, either or. I love accountability coaching. Um, I tell people all the time, there's a time and a place when you need to acquire a skill. Once you have the strategy, it's doing, like it's the integration work. And I think Humans in general are a little addicted to acquiring information and certifications and all the things and less committed to doing the work and accountability coaching is such a beautiful thing. I've had a lot of it in my personal and professional life. And I tell people, they're like, I know what I need to do. I'm just not doing it. And I'm like, yeah, that's a sign that you need support. 
Um, you don't need another certification. You don't need to become a fucking doctor. You need to do the work you don't want to do. And if you are not doing it, then surround yourself with people who will hold you accountable. Yeah, that was the piece that was missing for me back then. I never reached out for support and it's okay because my challenges got me to where I am today. But looking back, that's what I would have needed. So that is what I want to provide moving forward. I love it. All right, Christy, we'll put all the details below um, and I encourage them to reach out. So thank you. Thank you. Are you tired of being tired? Stop just surviving and find out exactly where to focus your energy and attention. I'm going to give you access to realistic tools to confidently manage your energy, emotions, and impact. Head on over to Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N dot com forward slash life quiz and take the aligned life quiz today. It's free. And not only am I going to show you which pillar to focus on of inner leadership. Do you need to focus on managing your energy and time? Do you need to focus on boundaries, getting a deeper sense of purpose in your life or your emotional triggers? And are you living in a state of survival mode, momentum, thrival, or abundance? This two minute quiz will show you how and where to focus your energy and attention. So instead of feeling like you're playing whack-a-mole all over and overwhelmed with where to start, I'm going to show you how. Head on over to Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N.com forward slash life quiz. I sometimes joke that I wish I taught people how to make green smoothies for a living, but I know I'm doing that because I'm trying to run away from what brings me joy. And what brings me joy is helping women and men, families in general, and children feel alive. And sometimes that journey to feeling alive is painful. It's emotionally uncomfortable and it's not always easy. This is why I created the Aligned Life Quiz. So if you're tired of being tired, you want to stop just surviving, and you want to find out exactly where to focus and access realistic tools to confidently manage your energy, emotions, and impact, you can head on over to Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N dot com forward slash life quiz. It takes you two minutes and it's going to show you. I call them internal leadership skills. Where do you need to focus your energy and attention for the quickest results? And also, which phase are you living in? So head on over to heatherchauvin.com forward slash life quiz to take the aligned life quiz right now. If you're ready to stop just surviving and you want to start thriving, but you don't know how to manage it all, go there. It will take you two minutes and it will change your life. I also on the inside show you which podcast episodes to listen to based on your quiz results. HeatherChauvin.com forward slash life, L-I-F-E quiz.